it's time to stand up or shut up. With your hosts, Chris and Jen, this is the Theme Park Stand Podcast. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Theme Park Stand Podcast. Happy Black Friday slash Thanksgiving. You said that in reverse. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I said it wrong. It's fine. Everything's fine. Well, when you guys are listening to it, it's Black Friday. So that was really my thought. And then I was like, there you go. I think I'm going to get shipped for celebrating Christmas the last like three episodes without saying anything about Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, Welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast. Uh, Today, we have a special guest with us. Uh, Jen, why don't you do some introduction stuff and tell us who we have? Yeah. So today we have um, Alex from... I'm going to mess it up. Scene shot. Uh-huh. Is that your new name? Uh-huh. Scene shot? Uh-huh. Scene shot creative. Scene shot creative. I was like, I, I was right there. It's scene shot creative, formerly known as, sta- known as state line thrills. Yeah. Yeah. AKA, AKA yeah. satellite thrills, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Satellite thrills. <laughs> we love satellites here. <laughs> Aliens do exist. Uh, Alex, why don't you give us a little introduction about yourself? Uh, my name is Alex. I like the color blue. Um, I dabble in theme park photography. I, I like corgis. Touche. Did I pass? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the magic word was corgi. Ding, ding, ding. Fun fact, guys. Alex and I like kind of became friends because of our obsession with corgis. Yeah. We love nothing to do with roller coasters whatsoever. No. No. Absolutely. 90% of our messages back and forth on both text and I think Instagram are solely. I think the first message I sent to Jen was, hey, I like your dog. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that was the first message, too. Just a random, hey, I like your dog. (laughs) It's a nice dog you got there. Yeah, she did come in for a second and just drank water and left. I tried to get her to come back, but we'll see. She always makes an appearance. She'll be back. So... Uh, I feel like we're going to have quite a bit to talk about because you, sir, were down at IAPA this past week. Is that correct? I was. I was at IAPA as a student. I'm I'm currently in school for mechanical engineering. Uh, It was overwhelming. IAPA is a lot. There's so much going on that you just don't see on online. It's crazy. Yeah, it seems wild. It's huge. It's like, I I, want to say it's probably like four or five super targets big. It's massive. And everything is laid out um, as organized as you can possibly be, but yet it's still very confusing because there's so much and everything looks the same. Like, you'll be looking at roller coaster seats and and a big old Falcon's flight train, and you'll walk like 10 feet the other direction, and suddenly you're next to popcorn and cotton candy dispensing vending machines. 
<laughs> I love and you're that. like, how did I get there? I don't know how I got there. How do I get back? Don't know that either, but I'm here now, so might as well try the cotton candy, oh I guess. God. Is this just like free samples everywhere? For the most part, pretty much, actually. Nice. Yeah. Although, shout out to the Papa John stand in the corner. <laughs> that was not free. Sounds good, though. Yeah. That. It was great. It was an awesome experience. I definitely recommend it for anybody who is um, uh, going to be or is already in the industry in some way, shape, or form. It's definitely quite the experience and very, very well worth it. Um, so I am going to like jump right into some of the excitement of IAPA. What of everything that was announced and or shown at IAPA, what, was you, what are you most excited about? Oh, Falcon's Flight for sure. It, that lived up to the hype for sure. That yeah, train is massive, and it, the pictures do not do it justice. That's what I was going to. That's what I was going to ask. It looks like like it would be yeah. bigger than it even is looking at it in video and pictures. It's like take that like the lead car and then the first car on like a B and M staggered hyper train, like Intimidator or Diamondback or Behemoth. And then take the first row and just take it out. That's what wow. you feel like sitting in that row, in that front <laughs> row on that seat. It's insane how big that car is. Yeah, I saw the pictures and I was like, oh, like, it's pretty cool, whatever. And then I saw a picture of like two people sitting in it. And it's like the it's only one I saw of the two people. And I was like, that, there's no fucking way that train is that big. It's huge. <laughs> it's incredible. It's wild. And just the the size of the wheels as well. Same with like TT two train, but the, it just amazes me how big those wheels are. Oh, me there is massive. It's insane. Yeah. But um, I think um, top door twos are bigger though, right? They are. That is correct. Um, mm -hmm. That's it's both of them are huge. But I was shocked to see that top throw two had bigger wheels. Yeah. So if you had to choose between the Swiss cheese wheels of TT2 and the spoked wheels of Falcon's Flight, which one do you prefer? In terms of looks, I actually really like the Zamperla wheels that they came up with. Those look yeah. awesome. They're sweet. Oh, I liked the I like the spoked ones. Really? I think I do too. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't mind the like I mean, Chris described it well. They look like cheese. Like, I don't mind them, but I think that the spokes look like, I, I don't know. I just feel like they look better. I'm wondering how the difference of, like, performance on keeping the tires cooler, if, like, there's going to be any difference between the two. They did say that that was the reason for them doing the spoke design on Falcon's Flight was that it was they put the spokes in there to uh, increase the airflow for the wheels and try to yeah. keep them cooler. So I guess we'll Make, see. Makes sense because of the heat that they're going to get over there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm interested to see how they deal with that. Yeah. yeah, same here. And I'm also interested about the sand. I know it has the screen shield in front, but like sand will just go around that and get the people in the farther back of the train, you think? Well, you have if you've seen the renders, there's actually a windshield on each car. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I don't, know if that's accurate or if that's just concept art but that'll that uh, make sense, that'll be interesting though. 
I feel like you have to have a shield, like with that height, that speed. Like I don't know, that shield's pretty freaking big. (laughs) (laughs) The shield's really big. I I'm it. I'm curious to see like how the shields hold up too. Like, are they gonna end up getting scratched up and like completely hindering the ride experience to the point where like, is it really worth it to have a 600 foot coaster? It or... wouldn't. The shield wouldn't. In terms of visual impact, it's not gonna. You you know how like when you're uh, you're younger and you're sitting in your mom's van and like you you can see over the windshield, but like. It's just really, really bulky, and all you can kind of see is the hood of the car and then the massive windshield. Yeah. And you can't really see the road. That's kind of how the whole car is anyways. That front car is so big that you can barely see over it. Yeah. Oh, that's wild. I don't know this if I like insane. that. Uh, I don't think it's going to matter too much. I hope not. Yeah, like... I don't know. I, I would also assume that that's going to be some sort of like a tempered thing where it'll be like scratch resistant to the sand flying at it and whatnot. Oh, I would assume so. Yes. Yeah. But anything scratch resistant still. I mean, it's true. That thing's going to be going 100, what, 180 miles per hour? Isn't that what they said? 56, I believe. Oh, yeah. 156. I was thinking that that was. That'd be crazy if it was 180. 180. <laughs> I was going to say. I thought one when I said one fifty six, I was thinking like something about King Kong. <laughs> so I was like, oh, it's definitely not fifty six. Cos King. Cos King. Cos King. It is now. <laughs> it's true. It is very true. I was King before, so it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Cos King. <laughs> so, um, what other what other cars were you a fan of that were? revealed uh the the axis train the axis car looks a lot better implemented than i thought it was going to i was really interested to see how with the theming of the ride it would be uh implemented in a real life scenario but the train is actually really really cool looking i really like the design on it a lot yeah, the photos of that looked really cool, too. I wasn't really... I don't know why. I just, like, wasn't really expecting to see an example of that train. Yeah. yeah. There was another one, but I don't remember what it was. I, there was another one. I feel like I was like, oh, that's so cool. I don't remember what it is. Oh, my gosh. Was it the gravy trains? Good gravy? No. The gravy trains look so cool. <laughs> Maybe? Holiday World. Um, I do I love, love the gravy trains. I feel like there was another one, but I do love the gravy trains. I'm trying to think what else was... Uh, there was the one that I was not the biggest fan of for Bobcat, uh, Great or Great Escape. Oh, yeah, no, that... Someone already made this joke, I think one of the drunk riders, but that shit definitely looked like Wildcat's Revenge on, like, from Wish. Yeah. I like that better than Wildcat's Revenge. What? I think it looks so cheap next to Wildcat's Revenge. No, I think a lot of it's just that it's. I think you gotta get one of those things you gotta see in person first. Um, I feel like, but even in their promotional stuff and everything, if that's what it looks like on camera, it doesn't look good. You're not wrong. (laughs) It doesn't look good. 
Oh, oh, it was the fire in the whole train that I was shocked. I'm like, oh, that's really pretty. I like that a lot. Yeah, that was gorgeous. A fire truck. <laughs> I love that train. I don't know what I was expecting, but it was so pretty. I'm like, oh, this is so nice. And then there was a... Uh... Oh, go ahead, Jen. Were you going to say something about that? Yeah, I was I was really excited seeing that train. Um, I don't know why. That was another one I wasn't really expecting to see revealed and i wasn't expecting it to be a fire truck and like that made me so happy yeah that's nice um i'm not sure how i feel about comet's new trains oh it looks good you're gonna like yeah. it in person the pictures don't do it justice i guess i'm just i'm not the biggest fan of ptc trains i'm surprised they went with ptc trains honestly that is, i've been saying this the whole time people have been complaining like that ride doesn't have enough forces for the trains to even matter. Yeah, I like, agree. And the PTC trains are easy to maintain, and they're really yeah. they're just simple. They just work. I just, it's one of those things where I just like, why would you change it, you know? I would assume that they're probably more lightweight than the other ones, too. Than, like, Timberliners or whatever GCIs are called, I forget. I think the Timberliners are actually lighter. Oh, wow. I think I could be wrong. You know, you know, I was at Coaster Stock when they were talking about them because Gravity Group was there and I can't recall. <laughs> they might be. They might have said that that's why they they came out with those for like a lightweight wood coaster train. So it, it might be. I believe because I remember that they tried them on Voyage. and I think that that was the reason why they ended up going with the PTCs is because the Timberliners were too light and they weren't going as fast around the circuit as they wanted it to. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I think, I think you're right. Um, so yeah, I mean, it makes sense. So I've never been on a Timberliner train, so I'm not really sure about them, but, uh, I do not like the restraints on the Timberliners. They're really weird looking. Have you been on Rip Ride Rocket yet? Nope. Okay. never mind. <laughs> That's about the best thing I can compare it to for anybody who's listening that has read Rip Ride Rocket but not a Timberliner. Yeah. It's basically the exact same restraint without the screen. Oh, yeah. that seems awful. They're not great. Hopefully I get down to Kentucky Kingdom this year, next year, so I can get on, on the one down there. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever been on anything. You haven't read Mind Blower? Oh, I have, but it's been so, oh my gosh, it's been so long. And I think that I was heavily. Okay, you need to rewrite Mind Blower whenever you go back down to Florida, by the way, because it's comical, the differences now. Uh, I don't know. The ride is the funniest like thing spend, ever now. I do not like to spend a lot of my time at Fun Spot unless I'm getting $2 beers. I refuse to spend any money to ride any of their rides. Oh, you don't have to ride it. Just go and listen to it. It's really funny. Oh, okay. You can I audibly was... hear the difference between it running on the wood track and running on the RMC track. Oh my gosh. It's All right, I will hilarious. go listen. I do like to people watch, at, especially at Fun Spot Kissimmee. I love to people watch there. Um, but I I refuse to give Fun Spot my money. So You're going to hear people going, ow, yay, ow, yay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, uh, anything else, uh, down at IAPA? I can't remember. B&M didn't say, didn't do anything, did they? B&M revealed a penguin trek train. Oh, that's right. That's right. 
That's which cool. that was cool. I am very excited for it. I'm excited. It's, first of all, it's B and M's first two across train on a B and M ride. I'm not counting Steel Dragon. Yeah. Um, and then, um, it's well, their first coach do... with a 42 inch height requirement. I think. They also did the old train on what was it, uh, Colossus or something at Magic Mountain, or not Col- Apocalypse? Maybe. I can't remember. I but anyway, so. that train is so cool looking. I'm excited for that. I do like the team. It looks very comfy. I'm very excited for it. Yeah, because it seems like every manufacturer is using that same restraint style now. Yeah. We love Intamin. Yes, we do. I, You know, I said something about that on, on Twitter, and I said everybody's copying those Intamin restraints, but then somebody was like, blah, 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 blah. Mock did it first. <laughs> no, those are not the same restraints. Unlike Blue Fire or whatever. Those mock restraints and those Intamin restraints are not the same thing. Same. That's what I tried to say, but <laughs> you know, you got to always have the people that try to pick arguments with you. Yeah. Everyone knows better on Twitter. Chris, you have yeah. you don't know what you're talking about. I know. No. I know nothing. Um, I'm trying to think. Any other? Or any? Did you ride the coaster that was there? Was it an F- SPF? Yeah, Visa? that was my 200th credit. <laughs> <laughs> I was was trying to hold out for my 200th to be Carowinds' next coaster, but I didn't get the option anymore. I'm like, well, I guess this is the next best thing. It's an SPF B-side. Yeah, I got Twist and Shout at IAPA 2023. (laughs) Oh, my God. Let's go. That's what I was debating making 150 an SPF B-side just to make it. I don't know. I mean, why not, right? A giggle. Yeah, but I think it's going to be, if I get to SeaWorld the next, like, next month when I'm in Orlando, if I get to SeaWorld, it's going to be pumped, a pipeline. That's Are a you at 240, or 149 right now? 149. Nice. That's a worthy 150. Pipeline is yeah. amazing. Yeah, but I, that's another one. I let my pass expire, and I refuse to pay any money to go to SeaWorld. There's just, like, <laughs> I want to take some time off of SeaWorld parks. Valid. I'm also paying a lot of money for Disney and Universal passes, so I really don't want to pay more okay. money to visit them once when we're in the off season here. You know, like, as long as you're riding Velocicoaster, I see no problem with this. Exactly. Like, I'm going to be riding. I'm going to be at at Universal and Disney. So, but if I can somehow get in, on I hope Velocicoaster runs as good for you as it did for me this last week because it was running on crack. Yeah, you said that. I need. I haven't ridden Velocicoaster since like April. I need it in my life. I just want to marathon it for like hours. So. You stand Velocicoaster. Velocicoaster is life. Velocicoaster is life. I will one of these days stand for Velocicoaster. <laughs> you should just go ahead and start doing it and prepare now. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to love it. It's so good. Uh, it's it's going to so be so good. difficult to like. Have it maybe replace Maverick, so it sucks for me. <laughs> if I feel like if it's not like if you don't if if you're not like attached to the IP, I feel like it probably won't beat Maverick for you. It might be like a one A one B. Yeah, like it, it's gonna be close, yeah. but 
I feel like loving the IP and and appreciating the total experience puts it above Maverick, but right. they're very neck and neck coaster. Which I am a very big Jurassic World, Jurassic Park fan, so you're gonna oh, love so it. Oh, so it's gonna be number one then. You're gonna <laughs> love it. It's awesome. gonna be number one. Oh, Hopefully. the Monsters roll too. Oh, that thing is perfection. It's like the uh, the uh, callback to uh, show uh, what was it Maverick's Heartland roll? What it could have been? <laughs> yeah, what it could have been. I don't a... even know that Maverick's Heartland roll could have been the Mosasaurus roll. I don't know. Wasn't it over the water too, though? It it was, but like the wacky airtime you get on the Mosey roll. Oh, that's true. Like you get ejected out of that thing. Yeah, it is pretty intense, but. <laughs> I feel like the Heartline roll, though, with the profiling that you look at on Maverick, that thing would have straight line. Yeah, that thing <laughs> murdered you. I don't know what they were thinking. I mean, I love Intamin, but that was just insane. I have no idea either. Like, there's no possible way that that wouldn't have put too much force on the rider. Like, to be oh. fair, it was their first Blitz coaster, so that's valid. Okay, we'll give them that. I guess. You love a good intimate fuck up. <laughs> the world's first Terra coaster. Yep. My I have a shirt that says Terra coaster something intimate Maverick. That's <laughs> so funny. I forgot that they called him. Like I knew that information, but I forgot that information. Like it's so far back in my brain. That's like if a anyone? Cedar Fair thing, right? I don't. If anyone's from Intamin or from Cedar Fair that knows the origin of Terra coaster and can explain to us. What the hell a Terra coaster is supposed to be defined as? Can you please reach out and tell us? Because I would love to know. Yeah, I well, feel like it was if I if I can remember correctly, it had to do with terrain because it goes through the mount the rocks and stuff. I think if that's all that's defining it as a Terra coaster, I've got some objections to this. <laughs> I think I do too. That's why I always call it a Blitz coaster. Yeah. Yeah, because Blitz is what they renamed Terra. Ah. Hmm. Yeah, I just found on Reddit people talking about it, and the Terra they're saying all they they all are saying that Terra refers to the fact that it's a terrain coaster. Which is weird because there's definitely other terrain coasters before that. Yeah, but there's like, but not at parks that care. But not like Maverick. And not at parks that cared about being like the first this type of coaster, the first that coaster. Like fucking Cedar Point was making up coaster terms to become the first of coasters. Like, and wait a second, Cedar Point don't even have any terrain. <laughs> That's got water and land. It was man-made rock terrain. Yeah, it was oh, man-made oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, so maybe and, that's uh, why it was a terror coaster because the terrain was brought with them in place. Uh, ah, world's first terror coaster. N never mind the fact that we built all the terrain. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Too many questions, Alex. Okay. Um, I'll right, go for I Blitz. But I think the Blitz, the Blitz name was actually one of my favorite like coaster model names, and then they just went with multi launch. <laughs> Same. Boring. Yeah, I hate that change. I really Although, do. shout out to the Exa coaster. Yeah. <laughs> Except it should be like, isn't it supposed to be like sex coaster? Like I don't I don't know. Because they're using like six 
and I mean, I see it. I mean, is that after Strata? I think. Well, no. The funny part is that we skipped a whole cl height classification because mm -hmm. Exa is six hundred plus, but there's nothing between five and six hundred. No, there there was that five hundred foot polar coaster. I think that's what the five hundred foot could have been called. Maybe I hope not, because that was a dumb name. It was dumb. Polar coaster. Hey, Infinity, while you're at it, y'all want to go ahead and clean the five hundred foot too. Y'all go ahead. Because Polrick was stupid. I'm, I'm here for whatever y'all come up with. All these years of talking about when's the next 500-foot coaster, we jumped straight to oh, We didn't get one. <laughs> uh, we didn't oh get a 500-foot mark. But I honestly don't think we would have had they're not building it on a giant cliff. Well, like, you say that, but the freestanding airtime hill fort is 500-plus feet. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like that's because they already hit the 600 and honestly i feel like in order to make coming off that cliff and with the speed it's gonna get just coming off that cliff i don't think they had a choice They're gonna i want to i want to see how people debate the height classification for this because it's not because it's built onto the cliff side i want to see if people will say that it's 600 feet because like there's this whole debate with Orion being a giga because it's not straight up 300 feet off the ground. Yeah, Orion's not a giga. Yeah, I disagree. Um, I'm just I'm curious to see if people will be like, this isn't actually 600 feet tall because it's never at any point 600 feet off the ground. Yeah. And I typically would be like, you're stupid. That's dumb. But the way that the drop is shaped. It's kind of like it's not even just one element. And I'm like, I don't know if I necessarily count that. Yeah. It is, I like, very it. weird. You know, it's highly unlikely that I ever get to ride it. But, um, man, how lucky those people are over there that they actually get something like that. <laughs> yeah. And the price point of Six Flags Park. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes me wonder. Like, do our pass or will our passes work over there? <laughs> I don't know. I hope so. Will my pass work at Dorney Park? I still need the answer. Ryan from Dorney Park is my pass. Is my six dollars Six Flags pack? Actually, I stand corrected. My pass is three dollars. Um, my parents told me um, they pay three dollars a month. Um, will my three dollar pass work at Dorney Park next year? Someone please. How? Huh? How? Because I've had it since like, so the way Six Flags memberships like worked, they got cheaper the longer you had them when you bought them like way back in the day. I've had mine since like at least 2007 or eight. Since birth. <laughs> I haven't had it that long. I have not had it that long. I was on a school field trip when my dad upgraded all of our tickets to season passes. And it just went down year after year. And the more passes you had on the membership, the cheaper it got too. So now my my specific membership cost my parents with my dining plan, like I think like $11 a month with my dining plan. We need that to be instated for the new like merger parks. <laughs> yeah. Every I year it gets cheaper. That's why I go, like, I still have a membership, but I go to Great Adventure, like, once a year. Like, I have no desire to go to a Six Flags Park, but 
Uh, Take care of there's, and there's me who got the prestige plus pass for Carowinds this year and hasn't used like a single thing off of it. Oh, Dude, you I can't bring a guest into the pass members lounges for the prestige plus pass. I'm like, well, that's yeah. stupid. I'm not going to go there by myself. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's so dumb. Even Disney lets you do that with the um, DVC lounges and shit. Like, that's dumb. It's, it like... is dumb. They only give you the one skip line. Like, if you go with a group of people and you're the only one that, like, why? Like, no one's going to be able to skip the line but you <laughs> with your group of friends. Here's something extra stupid. So I went to the water park one time, and I wanted to do my prestige plus pass for the passholder lounge over there while I was just chilling out in the water park. And apparently the lounge chairs, like the poolside chairs that are over in the prestige plus pass lounge, are an additional upcharge. That even as a prestige plus pass holder. Mm. Like, you're telling me I pay all this money a month to come use this lounge, and I have to pay extra for the chair inside the lounge? <laughs> Y'all are out of your mind. Uh, that's Cedar Fair. That's why Cedar Fair, I still stand by this. I feel like Cedar Fair is my least favorite chain. I feel like they're my least favorite chain because I pay nothing for my Six Flags one, and I expect nothing at a Six Flags park. But I pay... A good amount of money for Cedar Fair, and I feel like, like that kind of like like nickel and dime you for the dumbest shit. <laughs> I will say this: like yeah. I, I understand that aspect, but it's also you, it's not a, a a thing when someone says, "Oh, you're gonna have a Cedar Fair day," but there is a <laughs> you're gonna have a Six Flags day. Yeah, but I pay three dollars a month for my pass. I don't give a shit if I'm having a Six Flags. Day. <laughs> Like, what do I expect? I'm paying no fucking money to go there. True. <laughs> you get like... one ride open and it's the mine train. That's fine. I paid $3. Hey, you also leave the mine train Adventures. alone. We love the mine train. Great Adventures mine train is also superior to all. Looks fun. Looks it's fun. so much fun. It's so janky. And there's one spot near the end where it literally is just going to, like, yank you out. It's just gonna throw you into the water. It's so fun. Carowinds is fun too. I love Gold Rush. We love Carolina Gold Rusher. I have never ridden that. So. Uh, huh? I only went during Christmas last year. It's the only time I've ever been to Carowinds. You better be coming back down here on the way down to. Oh, I guess it's not gonna matter because it's not open right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I also. Oh, I guess that's why you wouldn't have ridden it because it wasn't open when you went. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try uh, and return next summer, hopefully, and then... Are you just saying that like you did last summer, or are you actually going to come this time? Well, listen, <laughs> if I tell my dog not to break her damn hip again, PT's expensive. This is true. Dog PT? I never thought I'd be paying money to go to a dog physical therapist, but here I am going to a dog physical therapist <laughs> for eight months. <laughs> So, with your home park being Carowinds, uh, what do you think's coming next? God, I hope a wooden coaster. Yeah. Please let it be a wooden coaster. RMC Hurler. I no. mean, you have a well, wooden coaster. Yes, but not yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we have a wooden wacky worm, if you want to count that. I mean, Hurler might be one of the worst coasters I've ever ridden, to be okay, honest. Okay, I'm not going to say Okay. Disclaimer, I actually used to work Hurler in 2015. I don't think Hurler sucks. I actually really love Hurler. It's personally one of my like most sentimental favorite coasters. But also, it does suck. Um, yeah. It does not do anything. 
turn the trims off, please. That this thing is, is phenomenal without without the trims. Uh, and yes, I am uh, all for the Twisted Timbers. I'm on the Twisted Timbers hype train. Let's get slap in a big old GCI or Gravity Group in somewhere. I don't I don't give a crap where. Just go put it somewhere in the park, and then please, please let RMC Twisted Timbers harder. Please. Twisted Timbers too. It'll be so good. Yeah. TT two. We can get TT two too. Carowinds is in need of a water ride. Well, we had three. We replaced the first one with a roller coaster and replaced the second one with a roller coaster. And now we're probably replacing the third one with a roller coaster again. So, I mean, um, I agree. Let's add another water ride so we can, like, 10 years down the line, remove it and replace it with a roller coaster as well. There you go. Um, I've only been to Carowinds when it was very cold. So, I don't agree. And he told her I was freezing. The summers are brutal. Uh, the summers are bad. It's bad. It's like Florida bad. I don't know yeah. why. It just is. Yeah. I went in like July, uh, actually August of 2016. And man, we had to go to the water park that day. It was just <laughs> insane. 2015 and 2016 were bad. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it's a really good park. I mean, Afterburn's definitely the best invert. So no, it's not. Go out. Go away. It is right now. Top Gun Talon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Top Gun Talon. Top Gun Talon is not the best. Talon is the best. I I do really want the Alpine guys credit though because I feel like that is going to be really good. Talon of the Alps. I don't know. It's too crazy for me. So it was just- great. I'm gonna sound like a really big Susie here, but it was great when the trims didn't absolutely murder the second half of that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just think that like the positives are so intense that like I've said this so many times, I feel like the positives are, are just so intense though that like you can't really I gray out the whole time and I can't see anything, which just is so <laughs> sad because it's on such a beautiful like it is in like probably one of the most beautiful coaster locations. It's so pretty. You are not going to like Afterburn this year if you had Afterburn, then it is running bad shit. But Afterburn, the reason I like Afterburn so much, or Top Gun Talon, um, the reason I like Top Gun Talon so much is because very much like Talon, it has moments of relief. So that, those, I don't mind the positives, but I just want little moments of relief to like center myself again. Afterburn obviously was not running very fast for you when you wrote it. Yeah. Afterburn that I have written this year, the one that you wrote. It's not the same, apparently. Yeah, I didn't... So, I didn't gray out that bad. I know it wasn't running, like, super fast when I wrote it, but still, there were moments that were just, like, like that flyby right by the station. Like, that is a really nice moment of just, like, it just gives you a second to recover. I do like that moment to recover, but I think that's, like, about the only yeah. one on the ride for the most part. Yeah, it's I've enough been that I've been graying on out that on, out on that bad this year, and I'm not one that typically grays out very often on anything. Really, yeah, I gray out. I gray out on inverts. That's really, and I don't mind it. I just want moments. Like I want to remember what I experienced. I don't <laughs> want to. I don't want the positives to get me so hard that I don't remember any of the ride. So I, I didn't even gray out on I three hundred five, which is crazy. 
I didn't the first time I wrote it, but that's because I think I drank like seven, nine percent beers in the parking lot <laughs> before writing it. So. That'll also, do it. So sunburnt that I feel like there was blood rushing everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, maybe we should get into some of these questions because we have some good ones. We do have some good ones. Jen, you want to kick us off? Yes, I do. LFG. LFG. All right, let's start with negative power. Um, favorite YouTube channel for POVs. I, for one, love East Coasters. Their footage is extremely lifelike, and their grunts and groans during airtime moments are hilarious. Guests go first. Yeah, guests goes first. Oh, Lord. Um... Uh, I'm gonna get canceled for this, but I sorry, I really do like watching theme park reviews POVs just to listen to Rob go wee twisty every two <laughs> minutes on the ride because it's really funny. Although shout out to what Taylor and Sarah have been doing with Coaster Studios recently, their new their newer content and their newer video quality is really really good. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And then, like, honorable mention to Coaster Forest because I watched a lot of those as well. I don't watch POVs. Sometimes I'll throw them on literally just Ooh. to support my friends who post them. Um, but I never watch them. I'm very big into, like, I'll watch POVs of, like, Disney rides that I miss and stuff like that. But for a roller coaster, like a POV doesn't really do anything to me. And especially if I've never ridden it, like I don't want it to be spoiled by watching a POV. I get it. So I don't really watch POVs. All right. So the next question we have here is a doozy and it's a good one. So Post is asking, it's Thanksgiving week. So what is your coaster feast in this made-up park you get one elite coaster which is the turkey in the scenario and then you get three sides or good coasters and then of course you have your one side dish that is always or one side dish that's a coaster that is always there and no one knows why so a bad one i i would assume um so uh, also in this scenario is already in his head and exists in real life in the real world and ironically enough it is holiday world for him so if you had to create a park with one elite coaster three decent ones and one bad one which coasters would you pick for those that's so funny because i almost off the bat just said oh that's just holiday world <laughs> um i had to think about it for a second um i don't you're making me pick between voyage and velocicoaster which is not fair you can't do that so if it makes you feel any better, I specifically said I wasn't including anything from Universal or Disney parks because I I wanted to focus on coasters themselves. I'm gonna hop on board that train too. Or I'm so sorry, Velocicoaster, you're you're too good for this one. Uh, Voyage is gonna be the elite coaster. Um. Jen, I'm still patiently waiting for you to go to Holiday World. Yeah. I have to. Yeah, I will. I do. Uh, I don't know. 
know. This is hard because I think a lot of the coasters that I think are just good coasters, everybody else, or I think that are elite, or everybody else be like, that's not elite. Like, Twisted Timbers, I feel like, is like one of the best coasters on the planet. And I feel like there's a lot of people that are like, it's not even that good. No, Twisted Timbers is better than Steel Vengeance. Fight me, bitches. Oh, it is. 100% it is. It's so fucking good. TT2, um, we need you. Okay, so we're going to take um, Voyage, um, El Toro. You can cancel me later. Um, and three free spins, because I don't know what else, and I'll be here all day if I don't pick something. Three free sprints. <laughs> You're just going to throw free uh, Wait, You have to at least, if you can't pick good coasters, like if that's too hard, you have to at least give us the side dish that no one knows is that's there and no one knows why. Okay. Um, the Fun in the Sun SVF um, hamster ball coaster at, um, at Myrtle Beach, because that thing is the jankiest <laughs> thing I have ever been on. All right. That's a good one. And if you pick your good coasters. If you think about it some, and you want to come back to it, we can. Swamp Fox and Copperhead. There we go. There you go. Oh, man, now I feel like I have to change one of mine. <laughs> my elite coaster is going to be Iron Gwazi. Mm -hmm. um, and then my good coasters are going to be um, Storm Runner, Mako, and I also said Copperhead. Yeah! Um, but <laughs> Because you said Copperhead, I'm going to change it to Tennessee Tornado. Hmm. Um, and then my... Wait, me and Chris already talked about this. Chris, what do you think you're... What, do you, what is your guess for my um, coaster that no one thinks should be there? Um, I don't know. Steel Vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> is that a real guess? No, uh, I don't really remember what I was going to say. I had it, but then I changed it and I scribbled it out and I don't remember what I wrote there. Oh, well, it's Silver Bullet, Bullet at oh. Frontier City. No, that wouldn't have been it. It is Silver <laughs> Bullet at Frontier City because that shit is so good. <laughs> so that is your janky one that no one, you don't know, like. Yeah, the same reason that no one understands why it's in my top 10. No one okay. understands. Oh, I take back my answer. I want Hurricane at Fun Spot Atlanta. Uh, <laughs> hurricane. That's the Hurricane's a pretty bad one. Yeah, that's what I've heard. That is the best. That is the most amazing piece of trash I've ever seen. <laughs> I didn't ride the one in, Adla in Atlanta, but I rode the one at Kissimmee, and it is mm. a pretty janky piece of shit. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I love it. So my lineup goes uh, Elite, Maverick, of course. Uh, then I have for my three decent or good coasters, Fahrenheit. Sorry, Jen. Fucking trash. <laughs> Diamondback and Twisted Timbers. And then for my piece of junk that's there is Desert Storm from Castles and Coasters because that was the most jankiest ride I've ever been on in my life. <laughs> Perfect. Not I fun. Perfect. I think it's so funny that I debated putting Twisted Timbers in the good category, and then you said it anyways. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Twisted Timbers is so good. It's hard to go through because, like, a lot of them are like, "Man, that's so good." I feel like that's elite, but then, like, yeah, I gotta keep going down farther. And then also, I was, like, I was thinking know. with Mako too, and just said Mako. I'm like, Mako, I that's Mako's so good. 
I know, but for me, like, it's the same thing. Like, good versus elite is so relative. And I don't know if I'm ever going to say a hyper is elite. Um, hypers just don't really do it for me. Isn't Guadi oh, no. a hyper, Jen? Ooh. No. Oh, uh, yes. Yes, oh, it is. <laughs> this is the most angry <laughs> bullshit I've ever heard in my life. How are we getting to the fact that Guadi is a hyper? Please bring us through your thought process. Think because in the name, what it's process? a hyper hybrid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. No, Guazi is not. Guazi's an RMC. So different. Hypers don't do it for me. I don't want to just... No. Um, Phantom's Revenge is pretty elite. So I've heard that, but I have not written it. So I can't really judge it. And there are hypers. Like, I do like hypers. But if you take, like, even, like... Alex, you're gonna hate me, but like Fury's not even in my top ten. Like, well, you did write it in December, didn't you? I know. I I acknowledge the fact that I don't have great rides on it. I yeah, do just acknowledge wait. that. But I do also like. It's just. I mean, it still was really, really good. Like in the world of hypers and gigas, it it's up there. But like for me, just hyper and gigas, like I'm never gonna choose that over Twisted Timbers. Or steal their silver bullet at Frontier City. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's kind of like wooden coasters for me. I'm never going to pick them over. Like, That'll change too. That'll change too. Yeah, I don't think that's going to change. Unless yeah, yeah, it's Thunderhead at Dollywood. It'll be Voyage. It'll be Voyage. Just wait. Uh, we'll see. Wait. It will. Just wait. It's pretty good. Just I mean, ask around. Just, the, just wait. The, the, the thing is, is like, one of these days, you'll have to get the Hollywood Nights and do it at night, trimless. It Maybe is otherworldly. Maybe one day. There one is day. nothing else like it. One day. How, I don't... Maybe after Good Gravy comes, because honestly, I'm more excited for Good Gravy than I am for... Oh, God, perfect. Do it this year. Tickets go on sale at the end of this month. No, to I be honest, To be honest, you should be excited for Raven, because... That is low-key one of the yes. better coaches in the park. Raven runs crazy. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. Especially that swoop around the lake. Ooh. Yeah. I don't think holiday Hollywood Nights will be coming this year. I think maybe the year after. Because I'm going to Disneyland like a month before. Yeah. So Have you already been to Disneyland? Yes, but I would you go just to... just cancel your trip and go to Holiday World instead. <laughs> You're not saying that to me seriously. I would rather die than cancel a trip to Disneyland. <laughs> it's okay. It'll redeem itself after you go to Holiday World. No, I have not been to Disneyland since 2019. I will be going to Disneyland. And you haven't been I to Holiday World to... ever. I, it doesn't matter because Disneyland is, Disneyland is my favorite park in the world. Until you go to Holiday World. No, until <laughs> I go to Tokyo Disney. Holiday World. No. Do you, I mean... Plus, the water park is like literally. Oh my god, the water park is so good, and I hate water parks. Well, I was just the best attraction I've ever ridden. It's so good. I will experience it in 2025. There you go. End of the season 2024, Holiday World to close permanently. (laughs) Everybody take note of that. We got it on recording. Nope, not happening. At least I fucking. I don't know. We'll see. But I will. I can't. Uh, 
I don't want to go to Hollywood Nights when I want to go to Disneyland for a week. Like everyone's going to be there. You know, Taylor and Sarah will be there always. So, but I, mean, I want to be very careless and spend a lot of money at Disney. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So, 2025. We'll make a, we'll make a, make a, writing it on my calendar right now. Jen gets to Holiday World. I just myself. I can't bring myself to spend the money when I'm going to be in um, Anaheim for a week the month before. I get it. Um, That and also, like, guys, my dog, Alex knows. He had a corgi. Corgis are very hard. And in a house full of people that don't like high-energy dogs and high drive dogs. Like it's not necessarily the easiest thing to convince my family to take her for an extended period of time. She's kind of bad. She gets so bored and then she just like rips shit apart and she screams and no. A bored corgi is not. Like that, I've showed you a couple of times where we've dog sit the corgi um, and he will just sit there and just bark for no reason, just constantly. <laughs> That's what she does when she's bored. So when she's here, like, and no, like, it's not that, like, uh, we have lower drive dogs. So, like, they don't need to go on very long walks and to sniff all over the place and, like, to, to train and to do shit like that. So after, like, even just two or three days, Ahsoka just does that. She just, like, sits in the room and screams. Like... <laughs> So I don't know if I could get um I don't know if I could get a dog. Sitter. It's okay. So you have five hundred and fifty-five days to get to Holiday World. Perfect. There you go. Great. All right. And yes, I definitely did look that up. <laughs> awesome. Next we have Cedar Kev. What is your favorite aerodynamics coaster? Tennessee Tornado. I don't think anything else comes close. I haven't written next two yet. Tennessee Tornado. <laughs> I haven't been on X2 either yet. Um, that is also my answer. However, since I gave that answer already, I was going to give my secondary answer, which is um, Magnum specifically in L- row 17 with Laurel going crazy. What's up, Laurel? You ride it with Laurel. Hi, Laurel. Yeah. All right, she made it to the pod. She made it as yep. my favorite arrow because Tennis Tornado was just a very generic answer since everyone gave it. I can't believe you sat here and just said Magnum. I was thought you were going to say Loch Ness for sure, and you said Magnum. I'm like, oh, yeah, that exists. Um. Also, wait, row 17 with Laurel and... People have to wave to me in the Magnum lot. If those three conditions aren't met, then Magnum can suck a big fat dick. I mean, Magnum is a coaster in the world. Yep. One of the coasters in the world. No way. (laughs) I need, this is, I'm so glad this is on a podcast where it is in writing. It's not in writing. I don't know. It's, it's permanently alive. I don't know. Um, That I, Gave Magnum some love. Now it's not going to happen again for like another year. You also said Magnum can suck dicks. So I mean, I did also say Magnum. Can suck <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how much that holds. I don't know. Laurel's going to be proud of me. It is a roller coaster of a ride. 
that answer that you just gave. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so moving on to Velocicoasting, Alex. Alex, we have it answering and asking the question. His name is Alex. Um, would you rather do a one-hour Vacoma SLC marathon excluding the Great Nor'easter or a one-hour Zamperla Volare marathon? Oh, well, this is really difficult because the only SLC that I've ridden is gone, and I haven't ridden a Volare yet, so... Uh... I, I've already ridden an SLC, so I guess I'll go with the Volare so I can get a new layout. There you go. That makes sense. Mm, I think I'm going to go SLC. I really hate flying coasters. Not all. I really hate anything but B&M flying coasters. If you had to pick an SLC, which one would you choose? Um, I'm honestly not sure because I don't have that many under, like, I don't have many that I've ridden because I don't go yeah. out of my way to ride them. Um, Touché. I'm pretty sure the only one that I like know for sure that I've ridden consistently is the Great Nor'easter, but before the retrack. So when it was yeah. back, like, back when it was janky. Um, so. man, I think I would choose the Volare as well. <laughs> I don't know why. I think it's mostly just because maybe less inversions. Maybe I can't remember how many are on the Volare, but um. Yeah, I'm going that, and I haven't been on one as well either. So I've only been—I've only actually only been on one SLC as well, and it's now located at Michigan's Adventure, but it used to be here in Ohio. Yeah, I can't remember. Like, I know that I've probably ridden others, but I can't really think of any so i'm gonna say that i haven't i'm trying to like look them up um there's the one at what is it six flags america i won't go because there's nothing like to me there's nothing there worth it for me to go to um because like i literally say i'm not gonna drive three hours for an slc yeah i don't um, know what else is in that whole in that area of the northeast i don't I said also the same thing about Elitch Gardens. When I lived in Colorado, I was like, I'm not going to spend this money to go ride an SLC. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, yeah, no, the only one I've ever ridden is the Great Nor'easter. Oh, wait, you know what? I think Condor at Wallaby Belgium or Holland just got the new Vacoma train. So I'm going to take that one instead. There you go. Oh. That is, they'll see. All right, that's a good one. Found a loophole. Yeah. T three yeah. rip. That was the SLC I had and it gone. Thank you, Hershen. RIP. Um speaking of that, I need to uh to the coaster heat pod because they're lo located down there. Is that thing still standing? So let us know. That's a good question. Yeah, I wonder if they've started tearing it down yet. I feel like well, if they have, we would have saw it by now though. Somebody would have posted it, you'd think, right? Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I wonder if it'll just stand there all next season as well. Yeah. We love lawn ornaments. Yep. Glorified paperweights. <laughs> yeah. Rip. All right, lady. Next we have Flight of Taylor. 
Um, she said, what is the best space-themed coaster? And there is a right answer. Oh, God. Hold on. I think I, I might need... Uh, 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 where's my rankings? Uh, 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 Airy Force One, I guess, technically. There you go. Oh, I didn't even think about Airy Force One. Yeah. Um, I'm going with Space Mountain because of the word, <laughs> the word space is in the name of the coaster. <laughs> so, Chris, funny enough that you say it, um, I'm going to go with a defunct. Oh, wait, no. I was... Does Star Wars themed count? Because Hyperspace Mountain. So good. That counts. That counts. Um, however, my actual answer is defunct. Um, and it is Space Mountain from the Earth to the Moon at Disneyland Paris. Um, but since that's defunct, we're going to go Hyperspace Mountain. But it's like the same answer as you, Chris. Just better versions of Space Mountain. There you go. Um, honorable mention for Flight of Taylor to Flight of Fear. So, yeah, if Disney parks were not included, I think Flight of Fear and not Orion. I was gonna say Orion as well. So, <gasps> I've never I mean, been to Kings Island. Oh, missing out. I will get there soon, too. Hopefully, be next, uh, 2025 on your way to uh, Holiday World. Holiday World. <laughs> I might try and get out there next year, depending on, um, yeah, how LFG. much. What you need to do is take a couple days, hit up Kennywood on your way to Kings Island. I do have to hit up Kennywood next year, but I think I'm going to Kennywood this year. I don't know. We'll, there you see. Go. we'll see. All right. So speaking of the Coaster Heat podcast, surveillance, uh, this is a question specifically for Alex. Uh, what is, or do you have any favorite photogra photographers besides yourself? Um, Ethan, Coaster Therapy on Instagram. I love you, Ethan. I hope you hear this. You were the best. Um, yes, but because you asked the question, I now have no brain cells left and cannot answer this <laughs> question. Um, give me like two seconds and I'll give you a whole list. Um um uh performance anxiety <laughs> um, um amusement central is great um um uh Th jack with thrilling moments is phenomenal mm -hmm. jack is in a whole league of his own um there's definitely not five other people i'm looking at i just don't want to give shout outs to because I feel like being petty. Um, um, we love petty bitches here. Um, okay, let's... Um, Coaster Odyssey, if he'd ever post more pictures of coasters, is a great <laughs> photographer. Oh, he is good. Nick is fantastic. He took a good picture of me at Hershey. He sent it to me. His photos are amazing. I definitely didn't teach him. Um, <laughs> his photos are really good. Nick's photos are amazing. I couldn't wait to get a camera in his hand. I'm so glad I lent him a camera so that way he could learn because his stuff is phenomenal. 
It's like the most. It is like the nicest thing ever when you like teach somebody like your passion and your like your 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 little side hobby, and then they take it and they run with it and they love it, and then they're like they get better than you with it, and you're looking at them like, oh my god, how did? It's the most gratifying thing ever. Yeah, I bet so. Yeah. Yes, I'll do those three: Coaster Odyssey, Thrilling Moment, and Coaster Therapy. I call you Sensei. <laughs> Thank you for your knowledge, wise sir. You're very welcome. <laughs> All right, so we've made it to the moment here where we ask everybody at the end of the episode, our guests, to give us one very spicy hot take. So, what do you got for us today, Alex? Uh, uh, uh. All right, I'm gonna get canceled for this, and I'm so sorry if anybody from this team hears this, but. The new Skyline's Piscetti Bowl track with the lights on it looks really janky, and it doesn't look that great. It looks ghetto. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I don't think they look very good. I think that those trains are some of the worst trains I have ever seen on a roller coaster. I feel like they look like a giant. Like, what are the wooden models called? Wooden? They... <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> the like, train models, Chris, not like a wooden coaster. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, it, Chris, I didn't understand what she was saying either. I need more clarification, too. <laughs> you didn't say train model. You said, what is the wooden coaster like, model? Little models. Like, I wasn't talking about, like, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, you mean like a like the cutouts? The coaster cutouts? Is that yeah. what you mean? Uh, that's <laughs> funny because you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a giant coaster cutout, like the wooden uh, cutout. Okay, that's funny. You're not wrong. It that's... just like snaps it together. It doesn't even look like it's like welded together, and like it just looks like it snaps in place. You know what they look like to me? They look like the old Kitty ENF Miler trains, which are not nah, even those look better than these do. Yeah. I thought those lap bars look horrible. Yeah, they don't. It doesn't look good. Speaking of lap bars that look horrible, um, have has anybody have you, Alex? Have you ridden Big Bear Mountain yet? I know where you're going with this, and yes, I have. Those lap, lap bars with the little handles on the side—they look absolutely terrible. Have you ridden it yet? I haven't, so that's why I'm trying to ask somebody. Okay, I don't. Okay, I want. I everybody should put their opinion out for this because I want to know if I'm the only one here. Those trains are not comfy. They are not comfy. I don't know what it is about those trains and my body shape because I am a five foot eleven. I am a normal height male. It is. They are not comfy at all in the slightest. I feel claustrophobic and my legs touch places that they don't feel like they should be touching. And I'm like, I don't know what to do with myself in this train. And I'm trying to enjoy the roller coaster and I can't because I feel squished. I was afraid of that. Yeah. Mm. So anyone's, anyone taller than like six foot, I want to hear your experience with this, with Big Bear Mountain, please. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't understand the little sidebar things on those restraints. <laughs> Whatever. Um, anybody got any last thoughts they want to share? Or I have a question. With? Sure. I have a question. I forgot to type in my question the other day. Um, <laughs> What is your favorite type of sock and why? 
like just socks. Yeah, what's your favorite type of sock and why? I normally go with like the uh the ankle level socks. Uh-huh. What and brand? Just, um I don't even know what I have now. I think I, I think my I think my socks that I I bought like a huge pack off Amazon, and I think they're they're either Hanes or I have Hanes and Champion. Chris, so I'm not gonna lie, that's a little bit of an old man answer. I don't know. I just buy <laughs> socks that nobody can see that I wear in my shoes. <laughs> I am a um, Nike no show or crew sock person. Fantastic. I don't know why I asked that question. I just like to ask people that question because people get so uncomfy when I ask it. It's great. I am, however, wearing mismatched. No one can see it, but they're mismatched Under Armour socks today. They're gray and red. If anyone <laughs> is asking what I am wearing, I'm not wearing socks. Wow, scandalous. I know. Got my dogs out. Gotcha, dogs out. <laughs> And both of these men got their dogs out on the pod. Yep. No socks. I, to be honest with you, I am, I hate wearing socks. If I get the chance to not wear them, they're off. So anytime I'm home, it's, it's no socks. I don't like wearing socks to bed, but I get too hot too easily. So there's, it's just, they're always off for me. Oh, I'm the opposite. I'm cold all the time. So <laughs> I always have them on. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, that's uh, a nice way to end the episode with socks. Um, please give <laughs> us a comment. How do we always end up with feet on this <laughs> Oh, the great grippers of fear covers. You know, that's what that's what they are. They cover the grips. They cover the grippers. I we love feet. Someone buy the feet pics. Oh, yeah, someone so... get a clip of that and put that audio out there somewhere. <laughs> Open the podcast episode with someone buy my feet pics. Yeah, that, that's funny. Um, yeah, buy her feet pics. You know, you can have socks on or socks off, or you know, one foot with one sock on and one foot without it on or with no sock on. You know, it's a Bless. it's a buffet, I guess, a buffet of feet pics. Hey <laughs> right, guys, well that brings us to the end of the episode. Go follow um, Satellite Thrills slash. So, now I'm gonna mess it up. Scene shot creative. Did I get it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I will still be referring to this screenshot. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine, guys. It's the end of the um, on that note, uh, that's the end of the episode. So we'll, uh, Alex, thank you for coming and hanging out with us this week, and hopefully. You'll come back and hang out with us. Yeah. yeah. See you next week. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye, guys. This has been the Theme Park Stand Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. We'll see you all next time.